What's the deal? Renegade coaches in the building. We back again. You know what it is. We live and direct at the Mighty Playback Studios. You know what I mean? We got my man Loose on the build. We Loose. got my man Quadir up in this motherfucking. We got Ben the Beast special guest Dang. on that camera just in case somebody tried to indict us. Nope. You know what I mean? We good money. We cut you know the what I mean? Cut the camera. Cut yes. the tape. Yes, cut the tape. Cut the Make cut, a run cut for throats. it. Throats. All that. All that. Anyway. Um, yeah, we back again, man. And uh, you can catch us on iTunes and you can catch us on SoundCloud for all you cheesecake cats that, you know what I'm saying, might have just caught us on YouTube or something. Anyway, <laughs> um, today we got a, a really big show, just like the last one. You know what I mean? I'm feeling kind of good. I had a, a, a cough here and there, but um, I'm good. I think Kamal gave it to I me. I didn't give you nothing. Yes, yes, you nothing. yes. Kat, I'm feeling better, know. son. Yes, I yes. jumped the water from the studio last week, and since then, I haven't had a problem. This man dropped the promoter. <laughs> I'm not sure what's in the, the water, Yes, but there's something good in the water. H2O420. Playback Sounds Water is the best water in the world. That's right. I haven't coughed right. since. You haven't coughed since? I haven't coughed since. Oh, that's beautiful. See, that's, see, you drink loose water. Loose you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Loose water. We got that on the block now. Anyway, it's Kalanji Jamachanga, a.k.a. the Riot Starter, causing the rebellion in every particular city, zip code, area code, all that. I'm going to jump in on you, man. And I'm riding I'm a shotgun with this light-skinned dude over see, here. See, there we go. Yeah. I started early this here. time, though. Why are you starting early? Oh, my bad. Time? He ain't light-skinned, man. He I'm saying, saying I'm the darkest one in the studio. Darkest. I don't know that. <laughs> yes. oh, on the yes. inside. On yes. the inside, I'm not the out. You know what I'm Blackity saying? Blackity black. Yo, it's Kamal Franklin here. Y'all know me. I ain't got much to say about that. Y'all know who I am. Y'all who don't like, they know who I am. They know you. A lot of them don't like me, but they gotta respect me. They gotta respect me though, because I keep going. What what project you said you out of? Albany projects. Man City from Brooklyn. Man City from Albany, New York. Not Albany. (laughs) Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. Shout out to Albany, New York, all my people out there. Oh man, Connecticut, Connecticut in the house, Bridgeport. Bridgeport. That's right, you baby. You've seen Bridgeport today in your life, son. Listen, man. Look, let me give you an intro. Uh, we only got like four minutes. We okay. got a special guest in the house. Oh, man. We got a man, R.L. Stevens. How you doing, Stevens? What's happening? You doing good? I'm good. I'm good, living. good. My man is from DSA. Um, he is directly, he claims it, a, a communist. Um, a lot of us claim socialism. My man is saying, like, nah, that's too weak. He's yeah. like, I'm not agnostic. <laughs> I'm not agnostic about my shit. I'm all the way atheist on mine. I'm, I'm, I'm true blood communist. And I think that's what it's going to take for to save not only black America, but to save the world. We're going to discuss a lot of that stuff tonight. Um, we're going to start off with a little thing on the state of black America. Yeah. Go on to gun rights again, because we just got some more to say about that. My man's, um, he was down in Charlottesville. He saw some of the things that was going on. Yeah. And I think part of, part of his thing is that he's been challenging um, the white left in particular and how they feel about organizing black people. And he's got a lot of good critiques. And I think he's here to name names, actually. So I was <laughs> like, yo, my man, he's going to name names. I'm saying this dude, dude rolled up. It's my first time meeting R.L. Stevens. That's my disclaimer, just in case he's in crazy. Come on, bro. So we do good, you know what I'm saying? I can take credit. That's how we do it. You know what I mean? But anyway, dude roll up. I'm going to just tell y'all what it is, because that's how we get down over here. Dude roll up, you know what I'm saying? My man said, yo, man, get the headphones. He said, nah, I don't play that shit. I got my own headphones. Oh, he pulled them out the bags. <laughs> yes, right. yes. Pull out his communist headphones. Mm-hmm. Then, then he had his own water, yeah. and he had a red book. Yeah, he pulled I mean? it out. And yeah. he's, he's like, he started reading, like, like just prepared for tonight. He started I had, reading to, I had to get ready, you know? I'm I saying? had to make sure I had my mentality right. I, I, make sure you got I looked mentality at my, right. you know, it's, it's a shame. I, you know, it's been like 25 years since I looked at Red Bull. Yeah, man. You know? I mean, I didn't even know you read, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh! So good. So good. You know anyway, politics anyway, me, fuck all that. This is what the deal is. You listening to Renegade Culture. The Array Amazing. 
renegade culture. You know what I mean? Don't touch the dial. Let your folks know. You know what I mean? Email, Twitter. What else we got on there? Email, email, email Twitter, Facebook, IG. Um, website, renegadeculture.org. Yes. Renegadeculture.org. Renegadeculture yes. on Facebook. Come check us out. Seattle Movement. Seattle Movement. Seattle Movement. Yes. Community Movement Builders. Yes. FTP. We're going to talk about all that shit later on because y'all don't care about none of it right now. We're going to get into it. This is a totally unorthodox. Um, shout out to all the folks that gave us good feedback on the last podcast. You know what I mean? But, um, you know, we're going to go to this quick sound break and we're going to be back live and direct. Renegade Culture. Playback Studios. We in here. Flayo, 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 man. You roll up some of that, man. I got you, I got you. Pour me a shot. Guinness and backwards. Pineapple Kush. Now I don't pay for it. I picked this shit straight off the bush. Straight off the pack it in my chalice while laying back in my palace. I blow away all the hatred, jealousy, envy, and malice. I'm on cloud nine. Quiet mouth with a loud mind. I jot down lines and be around times on my downtime. Diamonds and Patron. Fuck it, I'm in the zone. Every time I spit some shit, they like, fuck with that nigga on. I put on for my city. It's dirty, but it's pretty like this kush that I'm crushing up now work out like 50 check out my wingspan i'm strong while you pedal backwards i'm flying high through the sky with the terror jack will land if i won't ever have man i'm gone if you don't catch me when you see me homie hit me on the phone if you ask me what i'm on i'm on that diamonds and patron all i care about is money in the city that i'm from i'ma sip until i feel it i'ma smoke until it's done i don't really give a fucking my excuses that I'm young and I'm only getting older. Somebody should have told you I'm on one. Yeah. I'm on one. Fuck it, I'm on one. Yeah, I said I'm on one. Fuck it, I'm on one. Two white cups that I got that drink. Could be purple or could be pink. Depending on how you mix that shit. Money to be gotten, I'ma get that shit. Cause I'm on one. I said fuck it, I'm on I'm on that dread shit, booted to the head, nicks in the back with diamonds in the bed, fresh in the thread, slacks to my legs, being in swag, I'm about my bread, I'm about my bread, say it two times, so you heard what I said, live life on the edge, fast lane, sipping on Patron in the Benz, chrome on the rims, all black, big body with the tent, low key like the president, pulling up to my residence, just touch down, coming from where you never been, on a flight, taking off again, my cell phone ring, that's a money thing, feel like I'm juggling a hundred things, playboy, I'm running things, why try to fight when you got no wins, Chiefs Shouts throwing blows at the wind. We guard exposing your chin. Please guard, I be holding it in. I don't wanna leave a hole in your skin. We can get it on like grown men. Open up the door, I'm going in. Ain't nothing stopping me. I'm high as hell, flies well, sky's the limit. Swagger infinite, money like a glove. My hand is up in it. We the club twist, go hand on my business. Ice flooded my hand on my wrist. Say I'm doing it, man. I done did it, and I got it yet. Still I gotta get it, get it. All get I it. care about is money in the city that I'm from. I'ma sip until I feel it. I'ma smoke until it's done. I don't really give a fuck. Fight my excuses that I'm young And I'm only getting older Somebody should have told you I'm over Yeah Fuck it, I'm over Yeah I said I'm over Fuck it, I'm over Two white cups and I got that drink Could be purple or could be pink Raining on how you mix that shit Money to be got, I'ma get that shit Cause I'm on. 
We back again, you know what I mean? Renegade Culture Podcast. There's a lot going on, man. It's a lot of crazy shit going on. You know, we're in the U.S. of A., you know what I mean? United Slaves of America. Um, and uh, not only in the, in the black community, because, you know, black folks be fucking up sometimes. But it's good to see. How we fucking up? What we do? I mean, you know, so we what we do? We ain't do nothing wrong. I don't want to name no names early. Oh, you going to keep it going? You know okay. I mean? Yo, you got some fuck ups out here. We ain't going to get into that right now, because, you know what I'm saying? Folks say I'm too hard on us. True, so true. So say true. that. You going to say but, that? Yes, but, it, but it's great. Great. You know what I'm saying? It's a beautiful time because we get to see true white America. You know what I mean? You got, you know what I'm saying, your president, fucking Donald Trump. I'm, I, I love this dude, man. I think he's the, the best thing <laughs> since fucking cooked food. He's bringing he's, the comedy, B. He's yes, bringing the comedy. I'm, absolutely. He's showing yeah, he's what white America is all about. Yeah. What they love, what they like. Man, true to it. Mm -hmm. True to it. I'm just, you know, all these different uh, controversies and shit like that. I'm waiting for... You know, it's a few more I'm waiting to come out the hat and shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? For them to talk about when he had a gerbil up his ass or some <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Because that all that shit, that's what come with white folks. You know what I mean? How many dogs he be sleeping with. <laughs> some shit like that. You know what I mean? Speaking of which, that's right. The Stormy Daniels thing. Stormy Daniels. Stormy that, Daniels. Oh, man. Call Stormy Daniels. That bitch, you call her a dog. You know what I'm saying? It's cold-blooded. He called anyway, everything in the world. because he, he called her that. He had to pay her off. Yes. Right before to keep her quiet. Yes. But now she's like, you know what? That wasn't enough. Yes. I'm, I'm, on her side, I'm like... You know what? You took the payoff. You signed the contract. Yeah. But now she's like, you know what? I can get, I can get much more. Well, it's, it's and I'm not mad at her. No, get him. Get him. Yeah. Get him. It's like any way you can get him, you get him. And, and for the record, you know what I'm saying? For folks that's listening, I don't want y'all to say when, um, you know, you called her a bitch. I'm talking about, you know, we was talking about dogs. So, you know what I'm saying? I called her a female You trying to dog. correct that? You trying to. You're I mean, trying I don't to, give a fuck. I'm just saying. I'm saying. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I like when you do that. I like when you do that. You know what I mean? You should get Stormy. I ain't fucking Bill Cosby. He loves Stormy. He loves Stormy Daniels. Yeah, whatever. I don't even know the fuck Stormy Daniels. You had that poster, B. What you talking about? Oh, man. Yo. But on Trump, your man about to drop bombs. Yes. Your mom, your man's about to try to drop some bombs He's in Syria. Try to. Yeah. And then you got this neoliberal media, which is actual, actually moving forward on saying that he should do this. That right. he needs to, that the United States has a right to humanitarianly intervene in other countries and drop bombs on people. That the United States has some political or moral right to do this. Right. And folks are egging this on. He's a complete idiot and his ego's so, out of control. Idiot. So right. he's going right. to try to do it anyway. And, and meanwhile, you have the United States, which has no legal authority to be in Syria, no legal authority to be any, uh, fucking any place here. They don't yeah. have legal authority to be where the fuck we they are They're right not around. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I think, you know, it's going to be, I mean, man, we was talking earlier um, about, about this stuff. But, you know, this is going to be a shitstorm, you know? Right, right. It's either going to be a shitstorm or they're going to try to, you know, do the limited strikes thing. Russia might let them bomb some things and say, you know what? We got we got the long game on Syria, right, so we're gonna right. let you bomb two or three times, and then we're just gonna back off and, and keep on going. Or right. it might be they gonna like you know get all like you know if you if you bomb and you bomb one of us, then we are gonna throw another bomb back at you. Or right. So right. But this shit is crazy all together because you got the whole you know you got the, the chemical warfare over here. You got supposedly the, the crazy shit that's been going <laughs> allegedly. on. Allegedly, the crazy shit that we know that's been going on in the Congo, you know what I mean? We got to definitely do a show on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that, uh, you know, Kabila and, and fucking the CIA and, and America as a whole been fucking the Congo up for years. You got folks starving by the millions. You got folks being murdered and slaughtered. Mm -hmm. And Africans in America are, are silent. Mm -hmm. All mm -hmm. of these super Negroes are silent. And everybody's watching what the fuck Trump's yeah. talking about. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, he got his hand in every goddamn cookie jar 
on oh, the planet. Yeah. So we got to deal with that shit. And he keeps telling you he's going to step back, but he's not stepping he's back. He's stepping back into shit. Because the deep state's telling him, like, look, there's no real stepping back. You can yeah, talk all that garbage not. for your nationalist audience, yeah, 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 yeah. but you're not stepping back. It's gay. I mean... All right. Oh, wait a minute now. Oh, all right, let's go. Let's get it. Let's get it. He's going to bring us a communist point of view on this. Here we go. I want to hear this. I want to hear this. All right, let's break it down. All right. You ain't got that much time, so don't break it down too much. I'm just let you know. Off top. Off top. This guy got communist show too. We about to get fucked up. I want you to know, off top. Go ahead, man. This is crucial. This is a crucial issue that we're talking about right here. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. And in fact, in DSA, uh, one Can you tell the, folks what DSA it's is? The, it's it's the Democratic Socialists of America. It's the largest socialist organization in the country. And we're at a crucial moment where the future, the, the present reality of what socialism is going to be is on the table. And so there's, there's 30,000 people that have come together in this organization. And we need every single person who wants to do socialist politics to get in on this, this, this struggle to define what socialism is going to be. So is socialism going to be something where we fight over the scraps under an empire? A declining one at that, because that's what's really going on here, is that the uh, U.S. supremacy as the axis anchoring the international capitalist order is in decline. So you have, uh, like in the year 2000, these people were on some thug shit. Like, they, like, like in the year, 2000, the, year 2000, the, de- the year 2000, the Department of Defense released this document called the Joint Vision 2020. Right. It's signed by the, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. And this dude was out here, he was on some pock shit. Like, he was, he was like, we're going for full-spectrum dominance. This is some ambitions as a writer type shit, mm-hmm. okay? Like, they really said, we are going to be able to win any conflict <coughs> anywhere in the world. Who won it? Mm-hmm. We got you. Mm-hmm. But bombs, we got you. Mm-hmm. Negotiations, we got you. Our power is extreme and, and preeminent in the, cult, in, in the entire international order. Then Trump just released this document called the National Security Strategy, which is what... Uh, presidents are supposed to release yearly, mm-hmm. but uh, they have not been doing that actually. So, he, but he dropped his in December 2017, and this document says, "Oh, uh, site, we actually not number one in the in the world, and in fact, uh, we fucked up." And they said that international competition is now like a real factor, and that the 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 U.S. is no longer the preeminent power in in the world, and instead, there's the the new world order is characterized by interstate. Uh, com- uh, competition. That's what this document says. Mm-hmm. And then the Department of Defense in January 2018 dropped another document that was like, oh, yeah, uh, remember that whole uh, full-spectrum dominance? It's a wrap. Because then they said, not only is international competition with revisionist powers, meaning China and Russia, the new order of the day, but then they said, uh, yeah, um, you remember that war on terror thing? Uh, yeah, uh, we lost. Mm-hmm. Like they said in this document that terrorism is no longer the number one geopolitical threat to the United States, and instead it's this conflict with so Russia and China. So what does that mean for Syria, though? What do you say? What, do you, what does so, that mean for Syria? So what is happening is you're, you're, what you're seeing is the entire imperial order that is both the European Union, NATO, everything mm-hmm. that, that keeps the capitalist... Uh, flow of resources, that stuff that's popping up in the Congo that ain't nobody talking about. The reason why that's happening is that there's this imperial order that manages how these corporations and how these capitalists uh, uh, exploit people. For for centuries, though. But no, but these are, it changes because the capitalists beef with each other. And so they create these cliques that manage how the extraction process functions globally. So the cliques that were put into place after World War II and then the, 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 the cliques that came in after the Cold War ended, got, all of that is, 
It's in crisis. So what's happening in Syria is like the U.S. had this had this pock shit. Ambition says, all right, we're going to do whatever to whomever, whenever. We, we, and they we, tried we, to do we, it in Syria, and Russia was like, pock. nah. Okay. You're killing us with pock. pock. <laughs> I'm saying they talk some thug life shit. Like, they were I mean, on. I mean, but pock still had some roots in, <laughs> hey. in, 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 in us. I mean, like, God damn. No, I'm saying thug shit is thug shit. I'm always say to Ronald Reagan. No, no, no. This, this is George some Bush. young Jeezy corporate thug type okay. shit. All right. They oh, have you are throwing young Jeezy to everybody. They took it. Fuck they really, they but what, really what you're saying you what is, life really but what you're saying was. basically, you're saying it is the decline of U.S. hegemony right. that there's more challengers to be the supremacist state in the world, and that the United States is trying to redesign or redefine what is going to be its place. But it's still going to be battling. No one is saying the United States is not. Right. Any longer, it's still the supreme power, but it's in a weakened state. It's in the yeah. it's in decline. Its dominance is oh, in no, decline. Yeah. So it's that's what's happening in Syria. Is that like Russia fucked them up? Like Russia is backing the Assad. Yeah, that's what's happening, and it's a proxy struggle that's that's happening, mm-hmm. and it's allowed to happen because of the weakness following, uh, particularly in my opinion, coming out of um, the Iraq Libya. War or, no, 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 Libya. Libya mm-hmm. Even Libya is where we really saw. Oh shit. Because when the United States tried to run up on Libya, and, they, and successfully did, but in mm-hmm. the build-up to it, they were trying to run with NATO, right? And, uh, and only half of the 28 countries in NATO actually rolled. <laughs> and, like, uh, Poland was like, nah, fuck that. Germany was like, nah. Like, there was, there was real beef over yeah, but that over starts this. further back. I mean, I think, and, you know, we can, we can cut into some other stuff in a second, but, um, you know, post the Iraq War, well, you know, even post the Vietnam War. I mean, let's go back in history, whatever. Yeah, shit. I mean, you go yeah. after the Cold War. Well, I'm going to say post Vietnam because that's when the sort of the Vietnam syndrome, where the United States knew it could no longer just go invade and win wars when, on its own. But they got checked. Basically. Yeah, and they got checkmate in Vietnam, even though they did severe damage. But there were 20, 30 years after that where the United States would not, by itself, go into other places. And it was only post 9-11 that the United States, particularly with Iraq, started feeling that it had the power to go back in and just and drop bombs, Iraq, Afghanistan, and so forth. And again, where I agree with you is that the weakness of the United States in terms of trying to have two and three wars at the same time without the allied ship that it's expected to have, particularly with the history of Afghanistan where empires go to die, right. is one of the things that brought back the United States down to a place where not only with the economic issues, but the military buildup, other countries becoming more powerful, I think that played a major role uh, and the demographic shifts and all the infighting within the Republican and Democratic Party within the United States. With what we're seeing now, with sort of the downplay of what's happening and the, and the pos- re- sort of repositioning the United States in the world in terms of hegemony. But, it's, but, it's, but what's happening is that it's the capitalists competing with one another. Like, so even after Vietnam, they reorganized in 1986. Um, they, they, they actually reorganized the entire military. And uh, that's when, in fact, they started releasing national security strategies was at that point um, where they started decla- or started releasing unclassified reports to signal to the rest of the world. This is our position. This is how we see the balance of forces. And this is how capital is going to flow. Like that's that's basically what started happening. So they were operating from a position of strength all the way through the 90s and then really thought they were they were about to run this shit for a long time at, at 2000, really feeling themselves. And then, like you said, in Iraq that pops off and they can't actually close the wars. Like these things are still on, Iraq is still ongoing. Yeah, Afghanistan yeah, yeah. is still ongoing. The stuff that's, that Libya is still like, they're, they're able to engage, but the dominance factor 
is not pl- did not play out the way that they thought it would. And so what that means is that different capitalists are are competing against one another. Like the 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 last thing I'll say about it, uh, and to to try to show you an example. Um, uh, and, and the key thing is not just like what's happening, like in the world, like, oh, there's nothing we can do about this. No, like what's happening is the only people leading on this question of the fact that the international political economy is in crisis and the institutions that govern inter- the international flows of capital are, are crumbling. The only people leading on that question are hard right reactionaries. That's happening in Ukraine. That happened in the UK. That's happening in Poland. Like everywhere in Europe, social democratic parties are losing to fascists because the fascists understand the, the the shift in the balance of forces. Whereas we in the United States, the crowned prince of Saudi Arabia was just here. This brother was out here meeting with Oprah. This brother met with The Rock. This brother met, he went over to the Apple executives and was chilling. Mm-hmm. And not there was, to my knowledge, one protest about this dude who is a butcher at a global scale, who's a key element in the capitalist uh, maneuvering in the, in, in the imperial order that's that's destroying people in Yemen. That's part of the creation of this Wahhabi shit that's just devastating people across the world. And we ain't do shit in the United States about this dude showing up. He should have been run up. We should have been running up on this fool in every city in this country that he tried to step foot in. And we ain't do a damn thing except for one protest that I recall in New York. And that's it. But this brother's out here talking about, and dig this, and I think we should talk about this a little bit, and then I'm going to shut up for it and let y'all rap. No, but, but, like, we, we want we, you to talk. That's well, why we well, brought you check, on. But check, this, you check on to this out, though, because I'm, I'm about to bring it back oh, calm to down, Black Panther. Calm down, calm down, I'm about calm down. To, no, 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 I'm getting hyped. Are you, are you going to do your... Are you I'm about to bring it back to Black Panther. Don't get too hyped before you bring it back to Black Panther. Here we go. We're Stop, stop. We're going to go to a break, but man... You over here losing it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm about to go full Kanye. All right, well, calm down. Oh, you ain't like got the answer, Sway. Okay, uh, we, I ain't Sway. I hit you with this motherfucking block. Listen. <laughs> anyway, you listen to Renegade Coach, and we talking about white dominance. We talking about global white supremacy and the quest for white power. You Capitalism. Know what I mean? Capitalism, which defines white power, which defines imperialism, colonialism. You know what I mean? It is the, the ingredients that moves this whole motherfucking truck that's been running over poor and oppressed people all over the globe you listen to renegade culture we'll be right back we got a man over here with the red book rl stevens dsa and we're gonna go on this quick break real quick pay these motherfucking bills syrian dictator bashar al-assad launched a horrible chemical weapons attack on innocent civilians using a deadly nerve agent Assad choked out the lives of helpless men, women, and children. It was a slow and brutal death for so many. Even beautiful babies were cruelly murdered in this very barbaric attack. No child of God should ever suffer such horror. Tonight I ordered a targeted military strike on the airfield in Syria from where the chemical attack was launched. It is in this vital national security interest of the United States to prevent and deter the spread and use of deadly chemical 
weapons. There can be no dispute that Syria used banned chemical weapons, violated its obligations under the Chemical Weapons Convention, and ignored the urging of the UN Security Council. Appliance art and instant granite. Reface, don't replace your counters and appliance. www.applianceart.com www.instantgranite.com or call us at 404-228-6329. That's 404-228-6329. What up? We back. Renegade culture. You know what I mean? Last joint. Mr. R.L. Stevens over here is about to lose his mind. His locks just <laughs> sprouted out and shit. They grew like two inches since he sat down in the chair. <laughs> Motherfucker hair was as low as... I'm like Samson. Low as Kamau's a few minutes power. ago. He came up in and it started blowing up. Um, you, you're talking a lot. We're talking about capitalism. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> you know, imperialism. We're talking about uh, white male dominance around the globe. Um, and, and you are a socialist, communist perhaps, sure. would you say? Um, you know, a lot of folks, you know, when you talk about socialism and communism, you get a lot of folks saying, you know, that's some white people shit, and, you know, and you talk about Karl Marx and Engels and so on and so forth. We need to know, for the listeners, why is it important for uh, Africans in America to lean towards socialism or communism, in your words? Yeah. Okay, so... Uh... That's a good question, you know. That's why I asked that shit. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. I had to feed him that question. <laughs> I flipped him a paper. Yeah. I like, hey, say this, Kalanji. Yeah, he did. He did, y'all. Yeah. So. No, he did. Good. <laughs> so, uh, so to 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 actually uh, struggle against all that stuff that we were just talking about, um, you have to engage it. Uh, in, in at the in the ways that it actually reproduces itself, and though in the ways that it reproduces itself is this thing that we call capitalism, which is actually uh, relations between people, between people and things. Like it's it's a it's a way of being. There are ways of being that make up this thing called capitalism, and it's an exploitative way of being. And we know as a people that reality better than uh, than many. And in, in, in as far as a, a peoplehood in the United States, because we were brought here as a people to be exploited uh, with the express purpose of building the foundation of this empire. And, and that empire is, is is not a nation state empire purely, but rather an empire in the sense of an international, what we were describing earlier, an international imperial order that's predicated on the subjugation and exploitation of whole peoples, as well as individuals, obviously, but peoples. And that's what you're rapping about with the, with the Congo. And so the key uh, is that um, that has to be struggled in a on a material foundation. So, so like my frustration with a lot of people uh, when we're talking about black struggle, a lot of people are talking about it like it's this metaphysical thing, like it's all like just in the head somewhere. I'm like, nah, this is this is real life. This is what's popping. Like you can't you can't watch a movie. You can't you can't watch yourself. You can't uh watch Black Panther and get out of oppression. Okay? Like it's not it's not a a, a thing where um where people are going to be able to just 
uh, imagine themselves out of this, but there's going to have to be a struggle, and that struggle is going to have to happen on a material basis that challenges exploitation, and not just the exploitation of black people specifically, but the exploitation of all peoples, and that the liberation of, of humanity is predicated on our ability to struggle against the particularities of racism, of of the of the uh, uh, and and different types of exploitation, specific exploitations of peoples, and the only way to really what that's called when you have a fidelity to the international struggle against exploitation, that is what characterizes communism. That's so the let me, break. Let me jump in. Um, so, what, you know, and <coughs> like before we were having a conversation off <coughs> air, and you were naming names, so you ain't got to name names. But so what do you think, though, of today's struggle uh, in terms of the social movement that's being pushed that's out there today, in terms of its relationship to capital and its relationship to real struggle? Yeah, so... No, I mean, I, I'm going I'm to keep it all the way 100. So, uh, so, uh, so to, sp- to speak through, like, how I came to be in this organization, for example, like, is, is because I believe that socialism is important. And I believe that historically socialism, um, the, 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 there has been a defeat of people like Fred Hampton or, or, um, I would consider Fannie Lou Hamer, people who believed in a a proletarian, that is to say, um, among the people at the bottom. What do you mean by defeat? They were either executed or uh, marginalized or imprisoned. Like the people that, our people that actually went in to black communities and organized on socialist and communist principles. That is to say, organized in a way that where there was solidarity or a commitment to an international struggle against uh, uh, exploitation and oppression. Those people were eliminated. Fred Hampton, when I lived in Chicago, I wanted to go visit the house where the where the police um, went in and, and killed him. And that house has been bulldozed, actually. Right. Uh, I, I, like, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't call it a defeat, so to speak, because of the fact that it was their spirit that kept many of us on the right side of things. Because I think that to, to, to say defeat would mean like the whole ideology and the whole movement itself was killed. And I think that Chairman Fred Hampton from the Black Panther Party summed it up well when he said that you can uh, kill a revolutionary, but you can't kill a revolution. You know what I mean? So I think that I, I, w- I wouldn't necessarily agree with the word defeat. I get what you're saying, but defeat kind of... Would you say retreat? Based on, based on stronger forces... Yeah, I, I would that beat, beat yeah. back. Yeah, I, sure. I would. Yeah. I would say it was. Uh, it might have been somewhat of a setback, or it might have been somewhat a strong of, setback. Though. Yeah, 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 but I, I wouldn't say the, defeat. the forces moved on. I mean, right, the forces moved then in we the sixties and seventies. There, there would be no Chairman Fred yeah. Hampton Jr. But I think the point he's trying to bring up is that the right. forces moved on radical organizing. Um, I mean, moved on all kinds of organizing, but particularly right. radical organizings yeah. in the sixties and seventies, and in its place. Popped up something else like but, non but, nonprofit, yeah, organizing neoliberal organizing, so called progressives who step out and play a certain role, but are not battling exploitation, capitalism, U.S. imperialism, substance, yeah, substance on, yeah. on a widespread, on a widespread, yeah, yeah, yeah. or, yeah. or attaching the particularities of Black oppression to that inter that international struggle against exploitation to overthrow the entire system. Right. That's what Fred Hampton's talking about. Cool. And like when I say defeat, what I mean is 65 happens, Watts goes down, black people are fucking them up. Like the the contradiction of racial oppression 
is like one of the central contradictions both necessary to reproduce capitalist hierarchy and settler colonialism in the United States, but also a site of major rupture that has been like a principal way in which the society has changed. So, you know, the transition from slavery to free wage labor, like that was uh, that's the that that axis of like the oppression of black people is how that struggle played out in real terms. Like that was the central axis. So what happened was black people are really doing some shit, right? And in '65, uh, they're they're starting to you know they um they're starting the, the crackdown is starting to happen. And if you look at the statistics of um, gun homicides, right? '65 is the beginning of when gun homicides start. Pew! going through the roof because when i say when i say defeat what i mean is real talk they went in and eliminated all of the leaders in and 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 what was happening is street organizations at that point were starting to be politicized you know what we call gangs they were starting to be politicized in places like la and places like chicago places like new york like that's what was popping off there really was a potential a revolutionary potential for a break with with this exploitative system and what they did is they decimated that and shortly thereafter within 10 years the murder rate i mean the 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 actual raw number of homicides gun homicides doubled and you have like that and that that is created the conditions for justifying the explosion of incarceration all of which was part of this crackdown on this like socialist or communist organizing that was really happening among the people and they decimated it and then the people had no leadership and then the chaos ensued and there was a whole rupture of 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 um that revolutionary potential that either has been moved to the periphery in black communities or um has been replaced by this managerial force both within the democratic party uh people everybody I mean, all all the people that you want to name that oh yeah, this was he was a champion of the Negro race. Like nah, how we get the drug war? These people were behind it. They were Absolutely. down with it from jump for forty right, years. Right, right. They went. They were down with this. The crack, uh, crack, uh, and powder distinction. It was black people that were down with this. Who, who, who were you know? some of these so, people? I mean, Kamal said, uh, you know. Um, he didn't really want you to name names because of the fact that, you know, he's getting some donations tomorrow night. <laughs> true that, true. You know true. what I'm saying? They're giving a turkey giveaway. 501c3. Yes, you know so who, who are some like of Like Charlie, people? Uh, what's his name up in New York? Charlie, uh, uh, Rangel. Charlie uh, Rangel. Okay. Yeah, he was he was one of the major people who was down with the drug war. Okay, Charlie Rangel. You know, Rangel. the NAACP up in New York. Like, there were, now, not everybody who supported this wanted mass incarceration as the response. Some right. did. Right. But, like. But when they were saying, turn your guns in for groceries. And uh, you know we need tougher gun laws. There, all of that. More there's, police there's been, on the street. There's been a, three strikes. Three strikes. You're out. The, the Al Sharpton's and the Jesse's. Yeah. All, all of that stuff because there really was chaos happening. Like we need to not front and and we should not act like there's there weren't real serious conflicts among the people. The problem was again after that radical edge is either imprisoned or or uh, killed. There's there's no people really serious. Like there's not a critical mass of people organizing the people to to move past that conflict. So what's, what's, your, what's your thoughts on the white left today then? So I mean, you, were, you were down with an organization, a magazine called... Jacobin. Jacobin, yeah, because yeah, you know I was going to screw that up. So I was like, <laughs> like, what's the name of that again? That, <laughs> I was going to say Jacobian Myers. I <laughs> fucked it up. That it, an influential white publication... I'm going to call them a white left publication because they're majority white. Yeah. Um, influential uh, white lefty publication... Um, in some ways, they they sometimes set the set the mark, the speed 
for what people are going to talk about, how people are going to think about issues. And you work with them for a little while. Um, I don't want to get into yet, like, you know, why you left. We're going to talk about that in, in terms of the next segment. But I'm curious about what your opinion is of organizations like that and or the left in general today. Yeah. Uh, in terms of what role you think is playing. So, so I, I'm saying all of that to say that, like, uh, you know, we may not like the word defeat, but uh, I... As someone who has made a life a life commitment to this type of struggle, where do I do that? Like, where where are our institutions? And I don't mean just for Black people. I mean the institutions committed to this this type of struggle that I'm describing. Where where's that happening? And the problem is that socialism as a politics uh, um, has been relegated to uh, or anchored by a sort of chauvinism. Like, and that is a, a sort of like, I care about me and mine's and, 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 a, and a reductive kind of quality right. where they, they don't want to deal with um, the, the real contradictions, the real revolutionary power, which lies, resides with uh, these sort of contradictions that come up in a context of Ferguson, that come up in a context of what went down in Sacramento. Like that's, the, like, that's where I think socialism needs to be anchored, is on key contradictions, so, and not so, be, like, So to reduce. define, not, not to cut you off, we got a couple minutes in this particular segment. Yeah. Um, to define socialism in plain proletariat English, what the fuck can we say? What is socialism? If you was talking to a brother on the block and, and a sister that just came out the club and you're telling them about socialism, what the fuck does that mean to, to, to the average Joe on the block? What the fuck is socialism? I mean, so I was just in the car. Uh, Pardon my English. <laughs> I was I was rapping with this dude in the car, right? And we were talking about uh, like the trap. And he, well, first off, he was like, you know, there's some black people that's trying to do stuff with their lives, and then there's you know others like you got the trap boys. That's what he said. And then you got slum motherfuckers, and then, like that's how he characterized things. And I was like, bro, you know, uh, ain't no jobs, dog. Like between twenty five and fifty four, there are ma- millions of people totally outside of the the labor force, right? So, uh, and and he was like, yeah, yeah. And then he said, you know, uh, I'm, if I'm working at Kinko's, getting exploited, you know. And I was talking to him like I worked at the Gap. I was getting exploited. It cost me basically my first the first hour I was working at the Gap. That was how much it, that was just to get the money to be able to afford the bus to get to and from work, you know, like then then you trying to eat. So then that's the next two hours. You know, you're not really making any money. You so so you in this hamster wheel thing that you can't get out of. Right. And that's the exploitation. And the, the struggle for socialism is is twofold. It's one to change like the conditions where you not on that hamster wheel struggling and where you don't have to sit there and be like, well, uh, you know, I guess the trap is like the, the thing to do. Uh, and it, so it's the change in those conditions and it's actually, then the second part, and this is what the white left in quotation marks. And, you know, I think it's, it's, it's a whole lot more, it's deeper than the white left. It's about chauvinism. Um, this is what they miss. It's about the people in power. It's about when Stevante Clark, the brother of Stefan Clark, rode up into the city council, looked the mayor dead in the eye and said, shut the fuck up. You don't run shit here. Like in the city council. And was like, you're not the mayor no more. That's what socialism looks like. It's the people in power. Now, his political development was uh, limited and he was quickly overtaken by the Democratic Party and Al Sharpton and those forces. But 
the, the, the key is it's both changing these material circumstances, getting you off that hamster wheel where you're exploited, and then secondly, putting you in a position to establish class leadership. It's not just one person, it's the class leading and on, no longer the bourgeoisie exploiting everybody. On that note, we listen to Renegade Culture busting your motherfucking face. My man R.L. Stevens talking about socialism. Kamal Franklin over on the sideline. He brought him up in here so, you know, y'all was letting, so, follow me so from far, the studio. What you think so far? Well, I think about R.L. Stevens, yeah, he, you, he you working, you know what I'm saying? So I'm fucking with him. He started talking about Wakanda and shit. So <laughs> no, we going back to that. Yeah. We getting the we, we getting we fuck, Wakanda. Now you got him excited again. You got him Wakanda. excited again with Wakanda. Every break he talking about Wakanda and shit. I know. Like eight black Panther tickets. Anyway, we, we don't touch the dial, you know what I mean? We right here, Playback Studio in the West End, the heart of the West End. Hit us up, let you know, let us know what you think about how the show going. We on iTunes, we on SoundCloud, you know what I mean? That's what it is, Renegade Culture. We be black. Mutana Market. Check us out for your African art, home decor, natural herbs, spiritual supplies, handmade jewelry, clothing, fabric, and more. Visit us at 668 Metropolitan Parkway, Suite 103, Atlanta. Find us on Instagram and Facebook at Mutana ATL and Mutana Inc. Or call us at 404-753-5252. What it is, we back again, Renegade Culture. You know what I mean? We're here with R.L. Stevens and Kamal Franklin. You know right. I, mean? I got the red book. I'm reading from it. My man's reading the red book. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Again, Again. For the third time. First time he read the red book. You since, know, maybe uh, first time in 15 years. Since you know what I'm saying? Since he's read. But I really got political. You know, you, everybody, everybody who got political in the community, they started reading about the Panthers. Right. It was all about how the Panthers used to sell the red book, and that's no how doubt. they made money. So, Buy you know, you got political. No doubt. You were like, oh, I got to check out the red book or whatever like that. No doubt. And, you know and, and I think one of the most popular quotes that we use is no investigation, no right to speak. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because of the fact that nowadays, unfortunately, motherfuckers be running their mouths oh, and don't right. know what the fuck is that's going right. on. You know what I mean? So you you, you got a quote you're going to drop out? Oh, my, I was I was looking at dare to struggle, dare to win, which is another popular quote that we use yes. in the community. People of the world unite and defeat the U.S. aggressors and all their running dogs. I love, mine wasn't no joke. Yeah. People of the world be courageous, dare to fight, defy difficulties and advance wave upon wave. Then the whole world will belong to the people. Monsters of all kinds shall be destroyed. That's all we need to do for right now. Okay. That's, that's Mao, y'all. Yo, this is some cold shit. That's we here at Renegade Culture. R.L. Stevens just recruited Kamau live on the motherfucker. I know, show. I might be. I, I might. Know, I'm going to socialist. I don't know kind of cool they trying to start over nah, here. You know need, what I'm saying? You know I, no, I mean? I'm not even playing, though. I really need y'all to join DSA. <laughs> oh, it costs $27. Hey, yo, no, listen, it costs man. $27. This might be his own segment about hey, hey, listen, man. Why, why the folks who are like more nationalistic ain't joining DSA. No, 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 no. Let's have this out. Let's talk about this. My brand of socialism would be strictly... Kwame Nkrumah, you know what I mean, oh, and and and, and uh, I'm an African, so if it ain't about Africa, you know what I mean, yeah. it ain't it ain't. It ain't what, what Young Thug said, I'ma quote him two weeks in a row. If it ain't about the money, if it ain't <laughs> about Africa, it ain't about Colombia, <laughs> you know what I mean. So I fucks with Mao. I think Mao is definitely, you know, an excellent freedom fighter. You know what I'm saying? Him, Ho Chi Minh, and so many others. You know what I mean? But um, right now, I, I'm still I'm trying to, you know, get back for Nkrumah and Lumumba. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and all of our freedom fighters who came up out there, Dion Kamati, so on and so forth. But I'm, I rock with the Red Book. You know what I mean? But the DSA can't recruit me. 
listen, listen. Y'all listen. for all day, baby. No, no, no. We're going to talk about this. No, we're not. We're going to go into it. The reason. Into, <laughs> no, no, no. Let's talk about this. Let's we, talk about we, this. We're not about to do a DSA promo. No, 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 no. It's not a promo. It's not a promo. Let's talk about the politics here, though. Let's talk about it. The problem here is that socialism is characterized as, uh, I, I was saying this earlier, by, by this white chauvinism or chauvinism in, in general. Like when World War One broke out, so you, so when we were talking in the first segment, we're talking about great power rivalry in the world, right? right. And that that's what's up right now. Well, that was what was happening in World War One, And so there were all these socialists that had been moving for, for decades at that point. And the struggle, <laughs> y'all call it the renegade culture, right? Which yes. reminds me of that struggle because there is this re- this other See, renegade. We got, we got it right. We got it right. No, no, no. Oh, no, okay. y'all got it right. This is a different kind of renegade. You're getting excited again, y'all. Um, Here we go. Here we <laughs> it's go. the renegade Kautsky, okay? See, all of this stuff it's was happening. Kautsky. Kautsky. Yeah. This brother Kautsky yeah. used to be a Marxist, right? Yes. He used to be down with the with the international proletarian struggle. I know right? we we use the word Damn. the term brother kind of differently, you know. What I'm saying? Hey, I'm saying we, we got different brothers. He used to be, he used to be that dude. You call the Saudi prince a brother? Malcolm said every brother ain't a brother. You don't call a man brother till you operate like one. You know but what I'm mean? saying? So, yeah. I'm saying His brother. That, but anyway, that World ahead. War One breaks out, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And the, the decision for the Germans, he was a German uh, social democrat, right? Yes. The decision for the socialist in that, in that country was, are we going to ally with the national bourgeoisie and just like justify this major slaughter? Or are we going to be against this war and against imperialism as a world order and, ri- and rise to the crisis and be socialists? And the only people that really did that were the, were, uh, the Soviets. Well, what became the Soviets, the Bolsheviks. And they pulled the troops off the off of the uh, off the front and pulled out of that war. And they were like, fuck this war. Socialism now. And so that's that's what we're talking about here is like, are we uh, are we that's that's the struggle that's happening is is socialism just some trickle down shit for black people where it's like, oh, we're going to have welfare. And then that welfare will trickle down to you, Negroes. But you'll never have taste. Any, you'll never have any power. If you, there, there, there will never be a sort of you not the man no more. Shut the fuck up. They'll, black people will never taste that. They'll just have a little bit of a crumb within this imperial order. Well, no, that's what think, people. Well, that's what I'm. I think you got that's a, what we're yeah, struggling. I think you against. got a misunderstanding. Yeah. we are socialists. Don't no, 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 no. I'm not no, saying no. that's what okay. you want. I'm oh, saying okay. that's what's Excuse that's what's on the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah, when yeah. we talk about white chauvinism, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they want for us. Yeah. Is that there is no there's no inclusion of the people actually in the struggle to bring them to power. Yeah. It's just we're gonna get welfare from the government, mm. and that's gonna be enough for you, Negroes. Right, and I reject that. Well, we reject, because we reject that as well that too, because yeah, of the fact that we not... What didn't join DSA and struggle? Is, Kalanji goes back, struggle. Well, Kalanji yeah. goes back and forth on it. I, I, I yeah. surely reject it. But Kalanji, uh, yeah, absolutely. That's not to say that my, welfare my, my is not good. Welfare is good. No, 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 but no. But no. it's not enough. I mean, well, no, it's yeah. not socialist we're, we're not, we're not, we're not, um, And we got to be clear because of the fact that I think that we got some confusion on the ideology. Our shit is not to... You know, we ain't about reform at all. We like, fuck this whole reformation. We talk about fuck welfare, that's farewell. But we're talking about, you know, we got to overthrow this shit as a whole. It has to be totally destroyed. You know what I mean? We're not, we, 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 we can't be confused with reformists. We're abolitionists. We're talking about we taking the slaves and we causing the rebellion. You understand what I'm saying? And we don't have to join DSA for that shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Nat Turner wasn't down with DSA. 
You know what I mean? Garvey mm-hmm. wasn't a part of DSA. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dion Kamathi wasn't DSA. Desalene wasn't DSA. Well, DSA didn't exist But I'm not, and I'm not knocking DSA, you know what I'm saying? You need people fighting on all fronts. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying that, um, you know, our shit is is, is is people's army from another yeah. side of things. You're talking about Africa. And we think that, um, you know, it's 54 countries on the continent of Africa right now. And I don't think that um, it's good to have allies and all that shit. But I think that we don't have to ask for shit once we get politicized properly and get on the right side of the track. Yeah, but the unfortunate thing is you have uh, this system that is primarily controlled uh, by white men. And it's white male dominance. And it's and, and, and what's happening is, even when we say that it's not just about the white folks trickling it down and all that shit, it's still at the core of this shit. These motherfuckers still are at the center of power. Mm-hmm. And as long as they're in the center of power, we only going to get what the fuck they're bringing down to yeah. us anyway. We, we, what, they're going to replace one particular system with another system, and it'll never benefit us as a whole. It's just like the whole feminist situation. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we got African sisters that are fighting for the rights of white women. You understand what I'm saying? If we, I, I, we all against oppression, we're against us, you know, against uh, 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 sisters being dominated. We're against sisters being abused and 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 treated like like sex slaves and and, and raped and all of that type shit. But at the same time, we understand that our struggle and their struggle is two different things. Africa, the African struggle and the European struggle is two different things. Because at the end of the day. The wealth lies on the continent of Africa, and most of that shit is being sucked out and exploited by the same motherfuckers who uh, are. All right, all right, all right. Let's wrap. Let me jump. I'm gonna jump in. I'm gonna jump in because I think the struggles are similar, but I think the struggles have enough differences. And where I I completely agree, this is like a Malcolm quote: is you know, if the Soviets and and the U.S. fight, you're talking about one white nationalist versus another white nationalist in a lot of ways. You know, Mao, communist, socialist, Mao was also a nationalist, whether people like it or not. He fought the nationalists, but Mao was for the Chinese people. He wanted to export the revolution at times, and at times he would pull back. Vietnam, uh, Ho Chi Minh. Ho Chi Minh was a revolutionary nationalist who became a communist. And that's intelligent. Yeah, yeah that's intelligent. There's nothing yeah. wrong. No one is wrong with using that. But we can't get it fucked up and yeah. think that 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 Ho Chi Minh and and, and Mao was for Africa first. Yeah. They were for yeah, their people, first. their nation yeah. first, and, and they joined an alliance with other people. But yeah, and again, but I, would, I, I definitely joined an alliance with uh, DSA all day, all, all day. day. All day. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. but I ain't gonna be no car carrier. Remember? No, no here, okay, here we, here we I go. Mean, no, no, no. I'm not paying dudes. I'm not paying a couple of dudes. Uh, nah, but I, I, they're not going. It's not going to nah, be like I, I'm I, taking orders. Nah, I ain't paying no dudes because of the fact that my people already paid dues up in this month. No, I'm not. I'm not taking no orders from DSA. Right, right, right. We're going too far on it. We got to pull back. No, no, because because we actually we the time is kind of running down, and we we end up doing a DSA promo. Now I I support. You know what I mean? What's being said, so on and so forth. But let's bring that shit back to here right now in the United States. Some of the shit that's going on. There was a situation in Charlottesville, Virginia. Charlottesville, West Virginia. No, Charlottesville, Virginia. Virginia, Virginia, yeah. Hey, two different commonwealths, the whole (laughs) guy. I'm sorry. What the fuck went on in Charlottesville? Yeah. And what was the role that you played? And and why was that important for this particular... Particularly in reporting what took place in Charlottesville... Um, and the use of self-defense. Yeah, so uh, the reason why um, it's important to have frontal political battles yes. uh, 
is uh, is that is is that it illuminates the contradictions. It illuminates the the politics. It lets us it lets us achieve clarity. So I go to Charlottesville, paid for by this organization called DSA, um, <laughs> to visit members of my organization who uh, uh, white people who um, had been injured in the uh, attack, the Nazi attack that uh, killed Heather Hare. Um, so the chapter there uh, was was new, and um, and they needed support. So I went down there uh, and um, and I was like, okay, we're gonna have a meeting. I met with them privately before and helped to uh, reconstitute their group, build out their steering committee, stuff like that. And then like we had to support each other because I'm gonna keep it real. I was scared down there, you know. Like these Nazis were on the loose. The cops were not stopping any of this. And so there was a vigil. Uh, to go back to the UVA campus, which is where the, the, the mayhem started. And we had no idea who called it. So we, like, and there were rumors all around. There was like, the Nazis are still here and they're going to run up on us at any time. And so we were scared going into this. The dude driving the car, white dude, was, uh, was shook. He's got a lot of white allies. He, he was swerving. Hey, I don't, I'm not talking about white allies. I'm just, oh, comrades, I'm just stating comrades, the facts. Comrades. I'm just stating the facts. I'm, I'm, I'm stating the facts. I hear this shit. I'm just stating the facts. This brother was driving the car. He's a brother? This white boy was driving. Comrade. He oh, had comrade. a tan. Okay. Yeah. He had a little bit of a tan. Right. Might have been, might have been Klaus Keller. Uh, anyway. Call no. his brother. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. He's driving the car though, right? And he's so nervous. Yeah. That he swerves like three times. That's how that's how shook we were. But we had to look <laughs> each other in the eye, and I had to be like, "I'm ready to die," because that's what social yes, because that's because socialism is about rising to the crisis and being in solidarity with oppressed people and not allowing the fascists to run the 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 the, the question. So you were in Virginia, like Schwerner, Goodman, and Cheney and shit, and you it, it was damn near like on that type of level. That's the context that was happening because okay. pe- what happened. So then I go. But you were also reporting. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah so yeah. so I go. Well, I was doing two things. Yeah. I was reorganizing our our local mm-hmm. chapter, and I was reporting by from the scene, meeting people. I met uh, Heather Hayer's friends. I met all kinds of people in the community. And I also talked to the people who... And for the folks listening, who is Heather Hare? She was the the white woman from a trailer park who uh, stood up to these Nazis and got killed. The A, a white man drove a car through the protest crowd and she was struck and, and murdered. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she, was, she was an incredible person, actually. Uh, I came to find out. Um, she was a paralegal in the in in a community law office and had been instrumental in helping uh uh black people actually um uh uh be able to get the finances uh to be able to qualify for uh, uh apartments i interviewed this one guy who uh she he she helped and now he's part of um he had been homeless and now he's part of like um helping uh, uh, homeless people be able to maneuver that that system. So she had been doing a lot of that kind of stuff, and what ended up happening is um, she was killed in that in that attack. So I, I forget where was what was I saying? Because no, I want you to get to the part where you were also being a journalist. Yes, and so, you made a video so, yes, around the issue yes. of so, guns and self defense. So I met the people. And keep, who, keep in mind, we have four minutes left yeah. in this podcast. So I met I met the people because the Nazis tried to run up in the projects. And these are mostly black housing projects. Okay. Wow. And they had a plan to run up in the projects, and the and the the residents of the projects told the city of Charlottesville, "Yo, these Nazis are trying to come up in here." Like, 
please make a plan to stop them from coming. The city was like, nah, fuck y'all. And then on the day in question, the cops weren't even there to stop any of it, whatever. So the, the, uh, I got two people on the scene who, who told me that what happened was um, uh, like thugs, like people who were with the shits, brought out the rat shit along with um, some people who were like residents who also brought out their guns. And then um, uh, uh, protesters from around the scene, unarmed and, and armed, uh, as well as residents who were uh, unarmed, got together and repelled the, these armed Nazis from coming into the projects and attacking and possibly killing black people. Now, it was a and modern that's day, modern day uh, deacons of defense in some ways. Right? But it was it was but, interracial. Yeah, it but, wasn't like and in fact, the interview that I captured, this dude was like, damn, we got white people out here throwing down. Right. Oh, I'm ready. I got so my you, gun. I'm ready. I'm ready to protect you. So too. you did this report. Yeah. And you were working for, what's that magazine? Jacobin. Name? Jacobin. Not, yeah. Not Jacoby's. <laughs> when you were working for Jacobin's and you did this report and you put it up, what happened? So, so, so what happened was, uh, I, I said, and it wasn't just uh, that incident. It was also this group Redneck Revolt and other people. There was really disciplined like yeah. self-defense formations. Cornell West talked about this. Mm -hmm. they, he says, these people saved my life because the Nazis came there with the Ntiki torches and were trying to kill people. So, uh, I said we need to take seriously this question of self-defense and, and disciplined defense when talking about, when telling people y'all need to go and fight Nazis. How are you going to tell people to fight Nazis and you're not taking defense seriously? And that's like, that's what, that's what happened in Charlottesville is people took defense seriously and that's why more people weren't killed. So what ended up happening is uh, that's not something that's allowed to be said among certain acceptable socialist circles. Hmm. And so the video was taken down. And in fact, like in the course of the video, I'm talking on the about- COVID On the On Jacobin. And Their I was, website. Yeah, okay. off of the Facebook page, because okay. it was a live video. Okay. So the video's taken down and I'm removed from the Facebook page. Wow. And, um, be and part of the argument here, I said, I am not from a black tradition that just says you should let Nazis kill you. Like what kind of stuff, what kind of expectation is that to have of oppressed people? So socialism has to take seriously the question of defense for and among black people. That's a, that's a critical issue actually. Yeah. And that that's part of the frontal political challenge that's happening in this organization called DSA and for the soul of what socialism is going to mean. Is it going to be for black people. Is black liberation just for black people or is it about the transformation of the world? And this is a frontal political challenge where we fight out whether that's going to happen or not. And, and that's what be, I'm doing. And, and that's why y'all need to join ah, this group. Oh, oh, he got excited again. <laughs> I just wanted, well, before, like, I want to make sure that this is known too. And after they took down the video, what happened to you in terms of your so, job? At so Jackson's? I, really I got, quickly, really I got laid off. Okay. Uh, uh, and you think the cause is because of the video? Well, I mean, none of my articles would get uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. edited or anything like that. Yeah, and then I got seconds. laid off a, a month yes. later. Okay. But like, it's not about me. Yeah. It's about, so what is socialism going to mean now? And are we going to have frontal political fights? So I'm in Atlanta here because we're having a national political committee meeting, and I'm on the national committee political commercial. committee yeah, of this uh, of this organization. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to be talking about gun control. We're going to be talking, and I'm going to be talking about. Actually, we need to be talking about violence among the people, mm -hmm. the defense of civic space, what is community, and like what does it mean to to actually do socialism? Give, give the and listeners that's, that's the, the give the listeners a website because we got about ten seconds. Uh, so if you want to actually challenge this stuff frontally and really define what socialism is going to mean in this century and beyond. 
then go to dsausa.org and join this organization for $27 and actually get in on this struggle. Because it's not about me. It's about whether we're going to actually have a socialism that is for all people and is about the people in power right, right. and transforming So one thing they got to do is train the communists to talk in sound bites, apparently. Right, right. Clearly, because yeah. he, he, he back on that. You don't understand <laughs> editing at all. We, we, we appreciate... Uh, D.L. Stevens coming through. D.L. Oh, no, not D.L. Hughley. He's not D.L. Hughley in the studio, man. What's my bad, wrong my with bad, you, man? Sorry, Hughley oh. Stevens. R.L. Stevens. Yeah. Um, I, I want to say, you know, I, I got to correct one thing because this is my duty. When you mentioned that the uh, um, the, the folks were rebellion, rebelling in the projects, you said that the thugs got went up against the Nazis. Um, the Nazis are the thugs. We got to get we, uh, the terminology situation. We can't call our brothers thugs and then the Nazis are just, uh, you know, just the white boys that came in trying to invade. So they are the true thugs. They came to invade the particular project and that's how it went down. Um, you've been listening to Renegade Culture. Follow us, renegadeculture.org. We got plenty of things going on. Um, check us out on our speakers bureau. We're at uh, the people's army.org slash speakers. You can find us at Siafu movement.org. Siafu is S I A F U M O V E M E N T.org. Um, you've been listening to renegade culture. And I want to say, you know, one, the clear thing we have in common is that we believe in with this brother right here. Right. We believe in organizing the people. And that's, we believe that's it's, not a, it's not an esoteric struggle. Right. It's not an intellectual struggle. It is a, can you get on the ground and organize the people? And I respect this brother the short time I've known him because he really talks about organizing on the ground with the people. And that's something we believe in Seattle Movement, Renegade Culture, right. and all the different works that we do. Hey, shout out to Playback Studio and all the good people Playback. who have been checking us out. To Follow us on iTunes. You know what I mean? Uh, make sure you subscribe iTunes, and also SoundCloud. Uh, we should be on Spotify in a few weeks. So, um, you know, we love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Peace. Give us some feedback. Peace. Comment. Let us know what you like and didn't like. But definitely I agree with what Kamal said. You know what I mean? Um, you know, it's good to have, uh, know the difference between a comrade and a friend. Renegade Culture. They say pain is weakness, leaving the body. I got straw last year, it was a workout party as things progress and work out for me. I see a lot of dudes working, but they work is just corny. It ain't working for me. They better off working for me. I get the net working like a person as nerdy as Philip and me, Wally. Vivid in the big leagues, probably higher than Doc Ellis. Always did it for the field, now I do it the clock cheddar. A lot better than your very best. Still in the earth growing, you feeling the verse flowing a different taste. Cause I spit it from a different place. Ancient language on my lips, never replaced. Keeping the pace, make your heart race like the heat in your face. It's a close call. I'm with the host call, the reason we here. So on this mic device, my advice is spice, it's the season you're in. The stresses and frustrations go For all my people that been Peep my potential is what you've been waiting for Breakthrough 
Yeah, this my take too. It's time to make it before I was just making do. Waiting for what? Waiting for who? Looking at my space, vacant as fuck. Don't even have a clue. Couple shoes, some cool clothes. All I have is in my head. Couple words, some cool flows. Who knows? Could I survive off kudos and acceptance? My seeds, is that something I could support their breath with? Off the checklist, aim and direction, I've gained perspective. It's more than a chain or a necklace. Fame or a friends list, it's no game when your brain is past the fences. Out of the park, when you put your ear to a belly and hear the sound of a heart. Like now it's the spark, now it's the start of something entirely new. Starting a fire in you. Two was reflect back to where all of my memories left that the gains, the conquests, and the setbacks. I let rap suit me and influence me too. I had to live it. My life was just like a movie, dude. Busting us shots, shooting dice, and shooting hoops. Me and the troops always had good intentions, beloved. Treat me and you right for wrong. If it ain't a cell of a coffin, then life goes on. But since then, lost a few brothers. So as I write this song, I pour liquor and blow smoke in the air of your memories. Sometimes it gets deep, right? Even chilling your Energies. I absorb life encounters like a sponge. Squeeze off experiences like a gun. The whole world is where I'm from. Hey, yo, E, it's that man forever. Let these niggas know it's just black. And I never hesitate to let it go. Boop, boop, boop.